What's up, everybody? This is Tanner from TamanBaseballFan.com, and wow, it is cold out. And uh, I'm, as always, walking in my neighborhood at night in the cold this time. And when I say cold, let me kind of reiterate, this is not like, you know, 20 below zero or anything like some of y'all are experiencing, but it's like a super cold for Texas, or this area of Texas anyway, uh, 48 degrees. <laughs> so... Uh, you know, not really anything too terrible, uh, too terribly crazy. i um, got my uh, hoodie on and uh, some uh, pants and socks with my uh, sandals, so I'm good to go. But, uh, yeah, just wanted to, uh, you know, kind of use this time, I guess, a little bit as uh, perhaps some therapy of some sort uh, for me. Because a couple uh, big cards in my collection have left. Uh and yeah you know i mean it's something that not something i had to do um but it's one of those situations where you feel like it's wise to do so let me kind of uh you know talk this out a little bit with you and maybe this will help somebody out there uh maybe it won't i don't know um but we'll we hope that's the case so a while ago uh somebody reached out to me uh, saying, you know, hey, they, uh, we have a, uh, or I have a really intense desire for your 33 Worldwide Gaudi, uh, Worldwide Gum, uh, Babe Ruth. Um, would it be for sale? And, you know, I've, I've talked to people, uh, like this before in the past, and a lot of people ask me if certain cars of mine are for sale. And I always say, I always say the same thing. no. It's not for sale. However, if you're interested, please feel free to make an offer. And I want to say nine times out of 10, but probably more accurately, 99 times out of 100, uh, nothing comes out of it other than, you know, the, well, uh, it, this, this kind of seems like this is how it works. They say, hey, so how much do you want for it? And I say, uh, I don't know because it's not for sale. Feel free to offer. And then they come back and say, well, what do you value it at? And, you know, just you have this back and forth until the inevitable low ball happens. And it's like, okay, no. <laughs> and so kind of a, kind of a strange situation. Um, but it happens uh, over and over and over for me, especially for uh, uh, Shields Joe Jackson I have. And uh, it happens... A few times every month, it seems like. Very, very strange. And so, uh, and after I tell them, no, 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 I'm sorry, you're way off the mark because the comps show this. And if I wanted to sell it, I would put them online to sell to get comps, uh, to get what the uh, comps show. Uh, and you're asking below comps, but I'm going to need above comps if I, uh, if I sell it. And they always come back with, oh, I didn't know uh, that's how much they sell for now. I'm like, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes, you did. You, <laughs> you looked this up, uh, uh, you know, very thoroughly. Uh, you researched this very thoroughly when, uh, you know, before you asked me. That's why you, uh, that's why you wanted to uh, try to get it from me. So uh, it, it happens all the time. And, you know, it's, look, I get it. I understand. You know, people want... Uh, People want to hunt for a deal and stuff, but uh, it's just kind of kind of wears on me sometimes because <laughs> it happens all the time. And, and that said, 
I'm happy to, to field offers. But, you know, if you're going to make offers, you know, be, uh, you know, be fair about them. Uh, <laughs> so uh, kind, of a, kind of a funny situation. But anyway, uh, the Ruth uh, was an interesting situation because uh, somebody had asked about it about a month ago. Hey, uh, you know, is this for sale? Would you be interested in moving it? No, it's not for sale, but feel free to make an offer. Um, and so they made an offer. I said no. And they came back and uh, a few times, I think. And ultimately, I said, okay, look, here's what I want out of it. And I want to stay firm. And it was above market. But uh, that's kind of the situation, the unique situation that you can be in if you're open to selling a card that uh, is not for sale. You're kind of in the driver's seat, so to speak, I guess. Um, and that's obviously a good thing when you're, uh, you know, when you feel like you're okay and comfortable, uh, with selling because, you know, that allows you to kind of be in the driver's seat where you're saying, okay, no, I am going to stick with my guns here because if I don't get this price, then, you know, I'm going to, uh, be more than happy having it, uh, you know, uh, here with me to be able to look at it and enjoy it every day. So, uh, ultimately, uh, at some point, the guy comes back, real nice guy, by the way. Um, you know, I actually uh, enjoyed uh, our conversations and dealing with them, so I think it's a very good home right now. Uh, but eventually, uh, you know, he said, okay, I'll do it. I will meet your price. And it's kind of funny because, <laughs> come to think of it, I didn't even think about this a, a until now. Uh, so going back to the, to the Babe Ruth, uh, you know, the card that we're talking about right now, kind of a funny situation because uh, almost exactly a year ago, I think it was like, uh, you know, Christmas 2020, I think is when I got it. And I think it landed here a little bit before New Year's. So we're talking like literally a year and a couple weeks or something from the time that I bought it to the time I sold it. And so I kicked the tires with the guy that, that had it to begin with for about a week or two. And he had in or best offer price on it on one of the forums. And so I went back and forth with him and uh, <laughs> just like me, he was like, uh, shot down every single offer until I came in at full price. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, he had this or best offer price, but it was not, it turned out to be, and I understood that also, like he didn't really want to sell it. He was just probably putting it up there just in case. So, uh, and I was the just in case. So. I go up there and he said, well, listen, Tanner, here's what's going to have to happen. You got to pay me full price to get this roof. And I went back and forth on it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot of money. And it's a big roof. And it's beautiful. And this, that, and the other. And eventually I decided I'm not going to do it. So I wrote him a message, private message. Thank you. I appreciate it. But I'm going to have to bow out on this one. I just, it's, I guess it's not for me. Thank you anyway. And... I hit send and I went downstairs to get a snack. I was feeling kind of down because I was like, oh man, that, that beautiful Ruth was in my clutches and I just let it go. And, uh, and then I started thinking, man, did I do it wrong? Am I wrong with this? Like, what, what am I thinking? And so I was like, oh well, you know, let uh, bygones be bygones. I already said that I'll pass it up and emotionally he probably is detached. Uh, 
himself from being able to sell it for now, so I'm done. I go back up to my computer. The uh, internet cut out, and it didn't send my message. <laughs> and so I go, okay. So when the internet came back on, I wrote him another message. I'll take it. <laughs> and so I ended up taking it. And what's kind of funny is because of that, uh, I was able to actually sell it for not, not quite twice uh, what I paid for it, but pretty darn close. And, uh, and it's kind of funny because I wouldn't have had I had that internet message, had the internet not uh, broken down for me at the right time. And man, you know, what a, what a crazy thing to think about. Uh, how cool that worked out, but um, you know, I guess it's uh, just uh, the ability to the ability to be fluid with your uh, responses and with uh, uh, you know thinking about things differently. That helps tremendously instead of being completely set in your ways. Because if I were set my ways, uh, none of this would have happened. I'm super happy and thankful I was able to own that Ruth for about a year. Um, but guess what? When I sold it, even though I got a really good price for it, um, I'm sitting here going, man, I missed that card. And uh, But in doing so, it has given birth to something else, which is excitement of looking for something else. I love the thrill of the hunt, but there's also a little bit... Uh, of, I don't want to say agitation, um, something that comes along with it that's like, it, it's an itch that you just can't quite scratch until you find the right card. And so that's, therein lies the problem, right? Because it could be tonight, like somebody could message me with a beautiful Ruth for quite a bit less than what I sold mine for. Um, or it could be three years from now, or it could never happen because this, that card could double again, um, you know, within that time. You just never know. And so uh, that's part of the excitement for me, though, guys. Like, you know, I want to be a person that is uh, open to selling pretty much anything if it makes sense. Uh, because I think that's really a lot of what I owe my ability to be in this hobby to is to basically be able to collect with an open hand and uh, uh, be open and receptive to hearing other offers uh, on certain cards. And so the Ruth, of course, was uh, not super difficult because, uh, you know, there, there are other Ruths out there. It wasn't a one of one by any stretch of the imagination. Um, there are several other 33 Ruths out there. Um, Mine was a worldwide gum, which was like quite a bit rarer than a Gaudi, but I would be very happy with the Gaudi um, as a replacement. And so uh, that makes it very easy to let go when you know that there's something out there that can be uh, made available to you um, at some point eventually. So that's my hope anyway. We'll see what happens. You know, I'll kind of uh, keep you posted on what happens with that one. Uh, the next one, which is really kind of a bizarre thing because Again, none of these cards were for sale, um, but somebody else came up and said, uh, hey Tanner, I love this green T206 Cobb that you have. Is it for sale? Well, you know my response to that. Uh, no, it's not for sale, but you're welcome to you know, make an offer. And so we went back and forth. 
or back and forth and back and forth. And I noticed that the green cobs were uh, declining a little bit uh, earlier, uh, maybe several months ago. And I, maybe they're back up again. I don't know. It wasn't eventually. I mean, they're, you know, they're up way high, you know, compared to what they were a year and a half, two years ago. Um, but, you know, I noticed that there's a little bit of a dip, just like there's a dip in, you know, all kinds of cards because like, you know, last March or where was the height for everyone, I think, uh, for the most part. So, uh, but anyway, so, uh, I said, well, you know, I'll, I'll think about your offer and went back and forth with him as well. I said, okay, so, uh, I, I basically placed a price to him of a little bit higher than the comps. So that way I know that I could get something else similar maybe not as nice as the one that I had and that's okay I'm not looking for uh, you know for the best condition or anything it's just something that's real super nice presentable uh, super nice and presentable so uh, you know so I, I uh, really kind of strange thing happened though like <laughs> the uh, the the buyer the guy that first was interested in this he reached out and said okay well let me get back with you on this okay so he got back with me in a few days or a week or whatever it was and countered said no i've got to stay firm with what i have and he goes okay well let me get back to you again well in that time somebody else who's actually uh, somebody that i know uh, came in and uh ended up uh, uh asking to match the uh the price for the cob as well and again keep in mind this wasn't ever for sale so it's really kind of a weird situation and so i was really kind of stressed out because i said you know look i you know i think just to keep true to my word i should probably reach out to the other guy uh to uh make sure that he passes and so the the guy that i know basically uh, offered me more money and so i said okay well i'll tell you what i'll do I will give the other guy an opportunity to match your price. Since we didn't have anything set in stone and he passed to begin with and I haven't heard anything yet, um, I still would like to extend the courtesy to him to uh, you know, be able to match it to you. So uh, ultimately, and I hate being in that situation, you guys. Like I even told him, I said, you know, listen, I, I do not want to put you two in, in the middle of a bidding war. Um, I don't like anything about that. I want to have a clean sale, and furthermore, uh, I hate everything about this because I know that somebody is going to be very, very disappointed. I hate being in that situation myself. I hate putting people in that situation, but uh, that's <laughs> that's where I was, and so I told him. I said, "Okay, let me reach out to the guy. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be." So I reached out to the guy, and he said. Uh, I said, you know, listen, heads up, somebody offered me on the cob also, which is really kind of strange. And by the way, y'all, like, I felt weird telling him this because I, I felt like it, it kind of felt like a sales tactic to get more money out of him, but it wasn't, you know, this is, you know, honest to goodness what happened. And so uh, I told him, uh, you know, somebody reached out and uh, offered more on the cob. And I know it sounds strange because nobody because uh, I didn't have this for sale, uh, but it is what it is. And so he goes, oh, hey, yeah, I I got busy, but yeah, I'll go ahead and take it. And you go, oh, 
No, uh, you know, listen, I'm sorry. I, let me let me tell you, I, I was actually trying to give you an opportunity to match what he offered, and it was a, it was a it was a good bit higher, um, and so he and I was really kind of dreading this because I I don't like like I said I don't like this uh, this situation, and I was afraid that I was really really gonna let this guy down, and he was gonna let me have it, and you know even though I didn't do anything wrong. And I'd be stupid not to take the higher uh, price because there was no deal set in stone or anything like that. But he was super nice. He came back. He's like, man, I'm really disappointed, but I understand. I understand you have to take his price. Um, let me know if anything, if it, if it falls through or whatever. And, uh, you know, that's, and that's that. I understand you have to take the, the higher price, and I can't match that. So I was very thankful uh, that the guy was so nice about it but uh and in the end it, it ended up netting me more money than i was going to get originally but uh um i'm glad it worked out but at the end of the day um i no longer have a t2 a t206 green cob or 33 worldwide gum ruth and <laughs> like oh man it's kind of funny because even though you have these cards that are like that you got a good amount for him. I still notice myself kind of feeling a little grumpy uh, after moving him, uh, even though I know that you know neither one of them are uber rare. Like you can, you know, you, they are around. Like they can be picked up. It's just these particular pieces were uh, real nice. Uh, but like I said, they're uh, pickable, upable again. I guess if you could if you can say that, but. Um, uh, yeah, just like a really strange situation where none of these cards were for sale, and all of a sudden, three people reached out to me unsolicited, um, and you know, two ended up uh, buying a card from me. And just uh, I thought that was the the wildest thing that that happened. Um, so, and, and you know, the jury's out if I'm ever going to have a 33 Ruth again or a T206 Green Cobb again. Uh, I just don't know. Uh, but so like I said, you know, stay tuned, never know what's going to happen, um, in the future. But, uh, but as it sits right now, um, like, I think I did a good job, uh, as far as, uh, as far as selling. Um, and, uh, you know, I guess that's part of the, the excitement though is, is now there's more capital to play with when it comes to potential collections or deals or something coming up, I guess. Uh, when you have patience on your side, uh, when it comes to anything really, uh, but even for this hobby, you know, you, uh, the hand plays in your favor, uh, because, you know, you can be ready for something. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a matter of, you know, choosing what you want most over what you want now, I guess you could say. And, uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's going to open my eyes more to see what's going, what, what's going on out there. Uh, for sure. I was, uh, actually, I mean, this is kind of going to be, uh, you know, not well received by a few people out there listening to this, but, uh, I kind of thought had a, had just for a half a second, I thought to move that money into an amazing fantasy 15, which is uh, Spider-Man's first appearance. But, you know, I don't think I could ever do that. That would, that would kind of hurt to think like I basically traded a Ruth and a Cobb for a Spider-Man, you know, <laughs> but you never know. You like I just uh, I like doing weird uh, things like that and mixing things up and, and everything, but uh, 
we'll, we'll see what happens. It's, uh, it's been kind of, uh, you know, fun. And I think part of it is, is that's what's fun for me is the movement. And, uh, you know, I had, I think both of the guys that ended up buying the cars for me were like, why did you sell? And I was like, <laughs> I said, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a, uh, it's a good move financially because obviously you both know that knew that, uh, you're paying above comps. And so I would feel kind of, uh, you know, foolish, so to speak, not to take it. Um, and which is kind of funny also because I want to, uh, you know, draw a little bit of a parallel with, uh, my Conseco collection because, uh, I picked up a, uh, um, uh, a few one-of-ones of Conseco over the past couple weeks. And it's funny because my favorite one, uh, I got a really good deal, smashing a deal on it. Uh, but like it's peanuts compared to the roof. Like you could literally pick up a hundred of those one of ones at the price I paid for the Conseco for and what I got for the roof. Yet here I am holding it in such high esteem because it's one of one and it's pretty and all this. Uh, really kind of a funny, uh, funny situation. That's kind of the pool that I've uh, played in as a Conseco Super Collector in the past uh, or as vintage. It's a whole new ball game. I mean, I had a, a couple guys I know that they're they're getting you know, picking up some cards that are like in the high, high, high five figures, uh, prepared to pay six figures on some cards. And just that's, that boggles my mind, y'all. Like it really does. Um, you know, like we paid a uh, little less than 125,000 for our house uh, back in 2005. And so I always think in terms of that, almost thinking like, wow, a buddy of mine is, it was interested in, in buying a piece of cardboard for more than uh, what we got our house for. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's crazy to think that way. Um, but, you know, listen, it, and I don't think it's uh, stupid or anything by any stretch of imagination because uh, vintage, and especially the vintage stuff that we're talking about right now, has proven to be a very, very wise investment. Um, but still, looking at some of these pieces of cardboard thinking like, uh, equating them. I don't know if you do this, but I do this quite often. Um, I look at these pieces of cardboard and, and think of them as uh, what kind of hours I would have had to have worked when I first got out on my own as a 19-year-old, making $10 an hour uh, in a job I hated. And I like looking at some of these cards thinking like, how many hours do these cards represent uh, a time? And it really puts things into perspective because I think, I think a lot of us lose perspective of these higher dollar cards and what they really are worth. Like, you know, you know, these, uh, you know, some cards, you know, you could come across that might be, uh, you know, a year's wage, a year's wages for when, you know, you're younger, you know, it's really, really kind of a, Kind of a bizarre, bizarre situation, but um, still fun to think about from time to time, I guess. Uh, and you know, like I said, there's there's obviously a lot of uh, really uh, cool cards that are not you know many thousands of dollars in value that are super exciting when it comes to cards that are even like twenty bucks or twenty five bucks or you know fifty bucks or even some that are ten bucks. I mean, I have some of those where you know they bring me a lot of joy too, and. Uh, 
I mean, gosh, you've probably heard me uh, pour about like uh, uh, junk wax era boxes a bunch, you know, how I love those so much and everything. And uh, I guess that's probably what makes this hobby so great also is because if you have $10 to spend or $10,000 to spend, uh, there's joy to be found uh, in it, you know, and uh, that's kind of a kind of the neat thing about about collecting baseball cards, I guess. Um, one of the many, many, many things. And not only that, but you can enjoy both concurrently. Like you can have a 33 Worldwide Gum Babe Ruth and be excited about that. And you can also have an 88 Donner's Wax Box and be excited about that. <laughs> and obviously there's a, there's a massive difference in everything uh, in you know, value and all that and excitement. I mean, you know, you can't really, like for me personally, I think I probably enjoy, uh, you know, having the actual unopened packs and box and everything uh, compared to like a pile of 88 Donruss. I mean, it's, there's not too terribly much exciting for me in that, uh, so to speak. But every now and then, you know, the nostalgia bug will get me and, uh, you know, thinking about, you know, finding the 88 Donruss Glavin or... You know, Greg Jeffries, Roberto Alomar, or, you know, going through some of the Diamond Kings of like Mark McGuire and uh, some of the other guys that were in there for that year. And uh, just love it. It's just pure love. <laughs> pure love for these cards, even though they're you know, not really worth all that much. Uh, but, you know, that's, uh, and that's kind of the funny thing too, right? Like if uh, the Donner's cards were very rare, uh, they would be worth a whole lot more than they are now. Um, but it's because there are so many millions of them that have been printed. I think a lot of us tend to take those for granted. And, uh, you know, you see all kinds of people uh, throwing them away or setting fire to them. It's like, no, a little part of me dies each time I see that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but it's kind of a, it's kind of a uh, fun thing to know that, you know, you can always, they're always going to be available for the most part. Um, and but on the flip uh, flip side of that it's uh it means that you know we're not uh after them so hotly like we might be a baby or Ty Cobb. so uh but anyways so that was kind of my uh kind of my story for the past week i mean i had two monsters basically leave my collection and you know it was they, it was unplanned and it ended up uh, being a good thing i guess uh because i i got you know good money for them but uh the end of that chapter starts a new one. What's gonna, what's gonna be next? Uh, that's uh, like I said, the exciting part of you know the collecting journey. So, um, anyways, I guess if there's any takeaway that I have uh, to impart to you uh, through this podcast, I would say uh, if somebody is willing to ask you if something's for sale say no not for sale but i'm willing to listen to an offer and you'll never know what could happen next it could be it could knock your socks off nine times out of ten maybe 99 times out of a hundred nothing will come of it that one time the one time out of ten or the one time out of a hundred uh something really special might happen uh just like the internet going out on the roof and saving uh saving that deal and, and, and ultimately, uh, you know, coming close to doubling my money because of that uh, internet snafu. So, 
Anyways, good luck to you guys in your collecting, and I hope you all have a great rest of the day.